Talk 1041. Hey, everybody. Good Tuesday morning from the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. If I'm going to get a DWI, crashing into the president's motorcade is the DWI I want. The One of the, the news items yesterday, of course, was somebody... They made it sound like somebody rammed the motorcade on them. The Bidens were... Thrown into uh, the SUV for safety purposes. I did see one posting, and it's like, this is what it looks like when an 81-year-old is uh, in an emergency situation, and it shows Biden, like, shuffling into uh, the SUV. But the individual apparently was just under the influence. That would, I mean, you know, if everybody's sitting around telling stories about, you know, the time I got a DWI, uh, whomever this feller is, he sure has the rest of them beat, that's for sure. Ozark Store Chimney, your neighborhood full service chimney inspection, sweep, and service company. Wide variety of freestanding wood stoves, fireplace inserts, and glad that they are on board. This was an area we were not serving you. Those of you that listen, if you bought a home or you have a, a, a chimney or you want an outdoor one and you think, I don't know where to go. That was on us because we just not had, we, we were very deliberate about finding the right partners for this. And so we finally did find them with Ozark Stove and Chimney. They're fantastic people. They are way ahead of the curve. Um, well, actually, they've created the curve, if you will. Um, the the industry a little bit behind, if you will, in terms of technology and so forth. And they do what I like. You have a, a, a an appointment and you get a text or an email with a picture of the person that's going to be coming, letting you know when they're on their way. Uh, you get... Um, for my uh, inspection of my chimney, I, I sat there and watched on a screen as they run a camera scope up. It is all state-of-the-art and way ahead of the curve, creating the curve for the industry. Ozark Stove and Chimney, you can find them by going to ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements and uh, 0% financing, other convenient payment options, unprecedented lifetime warranty as well. Not something that you're going to find every day, unless, of course... You go to ksgf.com and Nick's endorsements. There is more unfortunate news for Democrats as they face re-election, which unfortunately means more unfortunate news for the average Americans. One of the bragging points, aside from reducing inflation, that the Inflation Reduction Act was supposed to deliver. Of course, it did the opposite. In that was also reducing the cost of prescription drugs. Every so often, this would get thrown out, depending on the audience. We'd hear about, oh, they really, the pharmaceutical companies, boy, they really showed them. Making your prescriptions less expensive well evidently the inflation reduction act has increased prescription drug premiums by as much as 57 percent in some states so some of you may not have felt it yet it's going to be into the next year if there is anything consistent about government specifically legislation that is proposed and passed by Democrats, whatever they tell you it's going to do, it's going to do the opposite. What I, I cannot stress this enough. 
anytime they tell you, we're going to pass this legislation and this is going to be the result, plan on it being the opposite result. Because with an astonishing consistency, that is exactly what happens. And this is no different. 57% increase. We'll get into that also. And this should come as no surprise. Donors from the richest zip codes in America, guess who they're throwing their support behind? Biden. Because once again, they can afford these policies. They don't prescription drug costs. That's irrelevant to them. Grocery cost is irrelevant to them. Energy cost is irrelevant to them. All of these things are irrelevant to them. They get to play with your lives. It feels good to be a liberal. Look at how wonderful I am. Look at how compassionate I am. I get to call everyone a racist. I get to virtue signal. Write these big fat checks because I'm immune from the negative impacts of Democrat legislation, Democrat policies. And this is why you see the richest area codes in the country that are throwing their support behind Joe Biden. They're not impacted by this stuff. All us peons can just eat cake. While the party of the rich, the Democrat Party, continues to march on, making it more expensive to pay rent, making it more expensive to buy food, making it more expensive to heat your home, making it more expensive to get life-saving prescription drugs. What a wonderful political party this is. Let's get the latest news update. From Cutter 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. A Mount Vernon police officer is in jail charged with kidnapping and attempted rape. Alan Campbell is accused of forcing himself onto a woman last month despite her repeatedly telling him no. Court documents allege he followed the woman to her car and grabbed the door so she couldn't leave. Governor Mike Parson has announced $5 million in grants will go to 20 Missouri colleges and universities for nursing education. Those grants include nearly $400,000 to Missouri State and over $165,000 to College of the Ozarks. The nursing programs that were awarded the grant will provide scholarships and tuition assistance for nursing faculty, equipment and staffing, technology enhancements, and faculty pay increases. And a lucky Missouri lottery player won a $50,000 Powerball prize in the November 27th drawing. For Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly sunny today, high of 48, clouds 35 tonight, and warmer tomorrow. Partly sunny, high of 58. Hey, what custom car care, all of your car care needs, big, small, everything in between. I got to get the old truck in, serpentine belt time. Oh, yes. They keep an eye on things like that for you. That way you're not down the road. And it busts. I've been there before. Once I was very, very, very lucky driving from Springfield. I was in college to Nashville, just outside of Nashville. And I kid you not, just blocks away from my destination and that sucker went. You can potentially avoid such things because they, you know, they can look and see and that's what happened. I, I, at the time, didn't have time. This was a couple weeks ago. I was in for an oil change and, and I, they just said, hey, that's something that it's starting to show a little bit of wear. And I said, I don't have time now. And they said, no, it'll be fine for a bit. We just want to give you a heads up on it. That way, that way I can take those preventative steps and perhaps escape 
what otherwise could be me sitting on the side of the road, crying. Sadly. A1 Custom Car Care. KSGF.com under Nick's endorsements. A number of Democrats facing tough re-election fights next year being haunted by their past support for one of President Biden's signature pieces of legislation. That is causing a dramatic rise in Medicare costs for seniors. Thank goodness those pesky Republicans aren't there to steal your Medicaid. Steal your Medicare. You just have Democrats there to jack up the prices on all of you that rely on it. Particularly when it comes for comes to prescription drugs. Those Democrats who largely represent states being targeted by Republicans as the biggest flip opportunities in the 2024 election all touted their support for the Inflation Reduction Act, which, of course, caused inflation to skyrocket. Among other things, they all claimed it would lower health care costs for seniors, specifically when it comes to your prescription drugs. This does not seem to be the case, however, as experts say that the Inflation Reduction Act is driving up Medicare Part D prescription drug premiums by as much as 57% in some states compared to 2023. Senator Jackie Rosen, a Democrat from Nevada, wrote in a post on Twitter at the time, I proudly helped pass legislation to let Medicare negotiate for lower drug prices, and this announcement is an important step towards that goal. Bob Casey, Democrat, Pennsylvania, quote, one year ago, Democrats enacted the Inflation Reduction Act to fulfill President Biden's promise to lower costs for families. Oh, it did all of these things, didn't it? Oh, and tackle the climate crisis. Oh, yes. Because of this law, seniors and families are spending less on their prescription drugs. This particular piece goes down Democrat after Democrat after Democrat bragging about their support for the Inflation Reduction Act while falsely claiming, without evidence, of course, that it was going to lower prescription drug costs, according to a study by HealthView Services, a leading provider in health care cost planning, the Inflation Reduction Act is driving up Medicare Part D drug costs by as much as 57% in some states compared to 2023, based on the largest Medicare providers in Florida, California, Texas, New York, and Pennsylvania. Quote, significantly more expensive premiums will come as a shock to the millions of retirees enrolled in Medicare Part D plans who may have been anticipating lower costs with the, with the introduction of Inflation Reduction Act. I know this is not welcome news for many of you. But as they say, elections have consequences. And the consequences of giving Democrats enough power that they can pass their legislative agendas, the, the consequences of that is that we suffer and the most vulnerable amongst us suffer the most. Those that they promise to help the most, those that they claim to be the champion of are the ones who suffer, and this is no exception. The report detailed how the Inflation Reduction Act 
can actually be causing the increases, including that it set a $2,000 cap on how much Medicare recipients spend out of pocket on drugs per year, which benefit those with the largest medical bills. But the money to cover the rest of those bills must come from somewhere. See, only the federal government gets to print money on our backs, of course. And insurers appear to be getting it from the seniors themselves. Well, of course. The report noted, adding that private insurance companies might now be passing costs on to consumers rather than absorbing them. Well, you can only absorb so much. This is what we call reality. And unfortunately, what occurs is you have Democrats that pass legislation that is inevitably going to call when you have an entity that has to exist financially whether it's insurance companies or prescription drugs or whatever it is fact of the matter is they, they, they these have employees they have to pay they have buildings that they have to keep open they have to pay rent they have to pay mortgage they have uh insurance they have to pay they have to pay for uh electricity which all of these things by the way thanks to the inflation reduction act have skyrocketed as well so the cost of doing business, just existing, has increased significantly. The money must come from somewhere. So when you tell any company, oh, by the way, here is a cap on how much you can make. And there are certain operating costs that are at play and that cap is going to significantly impact your revenue, you've got to get that revenue from somewhere or you go under and cease to exist. I love absorbing the cost. Oh, from where? Employees? I suppose they could slash the employee salaries. Hey, you just go that route. Is that, is, that, is that what they're supposed to do? I mean, I'm not here to claim that these companies are pure as the driven snow or claim that these companies are operating in the most efficient way possible. But what I am noting is that there is a reality here and the money must come somewhere. You know who understands this? Anyone who has a household budget or is responsible for any sort of budget whatsoever. These are people who understand these concepts. Another report by the Kaiser Family Foundation noted that, quote, although the Inflation Reduction Act included a premium stabilization provision that capped annual growth in the Part D base beneficiary premium at 6% beginning in 2024, the base beneficiary premium is not the same as the amount that Part D enrollees pay for coverage. And the law did not cap the growth in individual plan premiums to 6%. It noted that the average prescription drug plan premium in 2024, this is the average, will be 20% higher than 2023. And of course, as it noted, in some areas as high as 57%, which means some will have even lower than 21%. Those will be the lucky ones. What we're not talking about here, of course, is the promise that it was going to lower prescription drug prices. And here's the brilliant scam. 
Democrats get to blame the evil insurance companies. They get to blame the evil pharmaceutical companies. It's never their fault. Never their fault. Never. Let's just say for one moment, let's just, let's just pretend, yes, pharmaceutical companies and the insurance companies are evil. And when this legislation was passed, which was magically just going to make things cheaper, magically, without any financial repercussions whatsoever. Is that easy? If, as the Democrats claim to recognize, the insurance companies and prescription companies are nothing but a bunch of greedy SOBs that are going to take advantage of poor seniors at any given moment and the vulnerable, how did they not see this coming? Why did they not craft magical legislation that would prevent this from occurring? These are people who, on one hand, it's just this cycle, and it's an exhausting cycle. Vote for us because we're going to pass this legislation that is going to manipulate the private sector in order to make things cheaper for you and more readily available. Okay, then they get elected. They pass their legislation and it does the opposite. Makes things more expensive and it makes things less available. And so what do they do? They blame the industry. And then here comes the cycle. Oh, hey, uh, here they have their hand in the air once again. Vote for us because guess what we're going to do? We're going to pass legislation that is going to make things cheaper and more readily available for you. Okay, we'll vote for you. Then they pass legislation. And once again, it does the opposite. And then once again, they blame the industry. And then they put their hand back in the air and say, vote for us. We're going to pass. It's the same thing over and over and over and over again. And frankly, this, this sort of problem, you folks who vote for the politicians who tell you they're going to do this, you're responsible for this. You are responsible for this. You know, as George Bush said, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on, stumble, 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 stumble over words. It isn't as if this is some sort of new guy in town that is slick and nobody understands how he operated in the town down the road. This is the same thing they do over and over and over and over again. This is how so many of us knew that Obamacare was not going to do anything that it claimed it was going to do or that Democrats claimed it was going to do or the media claimed it was going to do. In fact, it was going to do the opposite. You don't even have to understand the industry. All you have to do is look at the people who continue to scam us over and over and over and over again. And so the price to pay for once again, Americans believing that Democrats were going to do what they've claimed that they're going to do over and over again, do the opposite, is on average a 21% increase in average prescription drug plan premiums for Medicare. Now, isn't that just fantastic? Aren't we all just so much better off? And that being said, what we find, donors from the richest zip codes in America are throwing their support behind Joe Biden for president. 
Because, of course, 21%, what do they care? They aren't the ones who have to worry about choosing between eating and getting prescription drugs. That's a line that Democrats used to always, they, they love to play on that. No one should have to choose between whether to eat or to get their prescriptions. Well, now, I mean, look what, both things are much, much more expensive now because of that one brilliant piece of legislation called the American or the Inflation Reduction Act. Brilliant, isn't it? We've got a traffic update around in the corner. Reminder, we will this Friday be broadcasting live from Scramblers. Friday Roadshow sponsored by Extra Mile Home Inspection and Real Estate Repair. All in one. That coming up this Friday, 6 to 9 at Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. It's Christmas time. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. Well, Quick Draw Gun and Monette, they know how to party because they are throwing a celebration for their ninth anniversary. So now until Christmas, they are offering some of the lowest prices of the year on most firearms. They're also doing uh, 10% off on all used guns. They have tons of stocking stuffers that are $10 or less. They have gift cards available, and they're doing store-wide savings on basically everything. Plus, if you take a trip down there, you can sign up to win a Henry Golden Boy. So I think that's a pretty good reason to take a trip down there to Monette. Now, in the meantime, if there is something that you are specifically looking for, or maybe you just have questions, maybe you're going to be a new firearm owner and you just got questions, Brad and his team, they are always happy to help you out. Now, you can find all of the contact information for Quick Draw Gun, plus you can find their shop hours and their address all of that information is going to be housed under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by Wolfpack Cleaners, your residential and commercial professional cleaners. Mostly sunny, 48 today, clouds 35 tonight, partly sunny with a high of 58 tomorrow. President Joe Biden's primary fundraising arm has reached an outsized amount of support from the most expensive zip codes in the country. This according to a Daily Caller News Foundation analysis of the Federal Election Commission records. The 10 most expensive zip codes by median house or home value, which accounted for just 0.02% of the population in 2020. So I guess you could call these the 0.02%ers. We hear about the 1%ers. These are the 0.02%ers. They were responsible for 7.6% of this year's donations to the Biden campaign and the Biden Victory Fund, which are the primary committees used by the president's re-election effort, according to data from the United States Census Bureau and the FEC. The roughly 81,000 people living in those zip codes donated 311 times more to Biden than would be proportionate to their share of the population. 311 times more to Biden than would be the proportionate to their share of the population. 
The residents of America's 10 most expensive zip codes donated a total of $7,519,474 to the Biden campaign and the Biden Victory Fund this year, roughly $930 per person, according to the FEC and the Census Bureau records. Median house prices in these zip codes range from $4.25 million in Rancho Santa Fe, California, on the low end and up to $7.95 million in Atherton, California, on the high end, according to the Times. The median price of a house in the U.S. was $412,000 as of September, according to Ford's. I, I, I know that some of this has to be getting through. It's got to be breaking through to folks who vote Democrat believing that Democrats are for the working man, the Democrats are for the vulnerable, the Democrats are for the middle-income Americans. This is the pitch that we hear constantly from Democrats and hilariously running around talking about really sticking it to the wealthy in this country by making them pay their fair share. Is Is this what we're really seeing here? At what point do you wake up and realize that is not what's happening? Even if you want to believe that they don't mean to do it, that, you know, to me, that's a hard one to swallow. Because if I truly, genuinely get into office, this is what I try to think about when you think about Crystal Quaid and some of these other Democrats. I'm thinking to myself, I know, I'm guessing that they genuinely got into politics because they genuinely are thinking, I want to help the vulnerable. I want to help the middle and lower class. I want to help the elderly. I want to, I want to help all these people. But if you really truly care, at what point do you abandon the harm you're doing? At what point do you, do you just, I, I don't know if it's arrogance or ego or, your loyalty to power and your political party overrides the reason if you you just change you go through this metamorphosis of somebody who is idealistic and and genuinely believed this is the route to go to help people but at what point how much damage must you do must be done before you say i'm getting off that ship I mean, I don't get it, and I recognize I'm not some guy that has ever run for office or has some aspiration to run for office, so I get that. I just, I can't wrap my mind around getting involved in something for a purpose, but then once it has been proven over and over again, the team, if you will, the grouping with which you associate and, and go out and, and then you, you solicit money from these people to get reelected in order to continue to push policies that hurt them. That's, that's what's happening. Is there not enough compassion in these people's hearts? Is there not enough caring? I suppose that's the part of, on one hand, I try to be 
I try to be generous in in thinking, oh, well, maybe they just, I don't know, they don't want to believe that they've been wrong or they think, well, it's going to turn around, you know, and the things that we're doing, they may be hurting the most vulnerable amongst us now, but at any given moment, it's going to turn around. You know, I understand there's that human condition, but what kills me is asking those people then already, imagine that, for money. How does a how does a how does a person send out fundraising letters to people that are going to be facing on average a 21% increase as seniors seniors we talked about this earlier in the program if you missed it i recommend you go back and listen to it that the inflation reduction act next year Seniors can expect to see, on average, a 21% increase in their Medicare uh, prescription drug premiums, the Plan D, whatever it is, in some areas of the country as high as 57%. And it's because of the Inflation Reduction Act. You have people on fixed income that already were on ha having maybe a difficult time making ends meet. And the amount more it costs just to eat to eat because of these policies. To keep a roof, to heat your home. And now because of the Inflation Reduction Act on top of all of those damaging impacts, you've got a spike in pre just prescription drugs for seniors that is going to be kicking in in 2024 after they were promised they're going to go down. And then you go back to those people and not only say, oh, we want your vote so we can do more of this, but I want some what little money you have left. And you know what they do oftentimes? They scare them. They make them so scared, telling them, oh, you know, if Republicans get in charge, and then they essentially claim Republicans are going to do what they've already done. How do you do that to people? I, I don't get it. And frankly, I suppose I'm glad I don't. Now, all that being said, it appears that it's the richest amongst us. <laughs> this is where the Democrats are getting their disproportionate amount of funding. Uh, so if there is a bright side to that, it is that hopefully they lay a little off of those lower and middle income senior citizens who are already suffering because of these policies and rely more on the uber wealthy that is the support base of the Democrat Party. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. <laughs> We are on Facebook Live. That would be 1041 Nick Reed, sponsored by Springfield Raps, who also designed the KSGF studio. It's amazing that there is some recognition. Talk, okay, let's back up here. I was talking in this last segment about trying to figure out how just how people who run for office and then they promote policies 
that do the opposite of what they claim they're going to do, but then double down and say, we need to do more of that. And then take the very take money from the very people that they claim they were going to help and, and instead they hurt. Specifically, this is the latest revelation about the Inflation Reduction Act. Not only is it, of course, causing inflation over the last couple of years, but it is causing prescription drugs for people who are retired to skyrocket. And you may recall, they promised that it would make them lower, just like Obamacare. You know, everything that it was going to do uh, did the opposite. The same thing here. And that isn't to say, by the way, that Republicans are wonderful and perfect and that they have the answer for everything. That's certainly not the case. But for Pete's sakes, Jiminy Christmas, just continue. The, the Democrat Party, their policies just kick people while they're down. No shame, no apologies, nothing at all. There are some areas it becomes clear that they recognize, and this is the part that it, this is, on one hand, you think, okay, well, they recognize what they did that is wrong, and it has the opposite impact, and, and so that's good. But it isn't, because then they just go back to the way they were doing it before. Now, here's an example of it. One of the Democrat governors, the governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, has been very, very, very vocal in her support of the Biden border policies. She was extremely vocal in her criticism of her predecessor when he put giant, tried to build a wall, took those those big cargo containers and had them stacked to, to build just whatever barrier could be built in order to try and do something to stem the tidal wave of illegals coming in through Arizona. And she blasted him for that. She celebrated upon taking office back in January the Biden administration's approach to border security saying, quote, that I'm encouraged by the White House's recent action to finally visit the border and start proposing real steps to begin addressing the problems of the current system. She proposed $40 million in scholarships for children of illegal aliens. She vetoed a measure, vetoed a measure to ban providing human aid to, or providing aid to human smuggling efforts. The legislation was brought by the the, um, Tucson GOP that would have made it a class two felony to use an electronic device to conceal an individual from a peace officer or aid in their fight, according to Tucson.com. So in other words, it was supposed to stop human trafficking and selling kids into slavery by making it a class two felony. She vetoed it. She defunded a state border enforcement team. But now, see... She's sending National Guard down to the border. All of a sudden, she's acting like Trump. Look at this. Why would she do this? Well, the immigration issue is one that is hurting Biden. 
And the reason that it hurts Biden, the reason is because people are feeling it, particularly in some of these border states. Now, throughout the country, we're seeing it. And a lot of this is because of moves made by Abbott of Texas and DeSantis of Florida, where they were sending them to Chicago, to New York, and 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 making a display of it, which they were already being sent there by the Biden administration anyhow. But this was really drawing attention to it, and things began to become overwhelming. And so what happened is you have you have Democrat voters that are realizing that this is a real problem. And it's, it's doing harm, not just to Biden, but to other Democrats down the ticket. Biden desperately can't lose states like Arizona. So what do you do? In a state where people visually are seeing, it's not like, you know, you and I, we can see it on the news and, and we might a little here or there see signs of what we see as the issue, the problems stemming from illegal immigration. But in some of these border states, I mean, they, they see in real life what we see on television. They see the people, uh, you know, running across their fields. They see the trucks pulled over with children in the back being sold into sex slavery. So they, they, they see all of this stuff. And that is causing a great deal of damage to the Biden administration. So all of a sudden, what do you have? Democrat Katie Hobbs, governor of Arizona, is going to start trying to enforce the border laws. She's going to st- try and stem the flow of illegal immigration. This is an acknowledgement that she knows that what she has been supportive of and what Democrats have been supportive of and what is a deliberate policy of this administration is bad for people in Arizona, is harmful to people of Arizona, is detrimental to her state. But she was fine with it. But now that there may be political implications... She's got to, and it's not so much that she is attempting to display a show of force here or display, look at us, we're doing something. It's more about the results. It's more about come election day, citizens of Arizona aren't feeling as angry at the Biden administration for these policies because they aren't seeing this flow of illegals in the capacity that they've been seeing it over the past two and a half years. And what is unfortunate about this is it shows that she knows what's been going on is damaging to the country and to the people of her state. She knows it. And the proof that she knows it is the fact that now she's going to try to change it so that people are less negatively impacted by it. And make no mistake about it, if Biden gets reelected or whomever in the White House and it's somebody that after this election, it's going to go back to the way that it was. If Trump gets reelected and he goes back to say, oh, let's put National Guard on the border, Katie Hobbs would be one of the first ones to say, no, we can't do that. Because this is how they operate. It's 
Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Garage experts, not simply for the epoxy flooring. And that process, incidentally, is not what they do at Garage Experts is not the sort of process you're going to be able to do on your own. It's just the equipment alone, the amount of money that went into the equipment and the training. They have very low turnover. And this is what Garage Experts does every day. It is the three P's. You got your prepping, which they grind that floor down. It's not the DIY where I think some sort of acid material or something is thrown down to sort of rough it up. They have these these machines that grind down your garage floor and a vacuuming system that sucks up all of the dust and debris from it. So it is dustless by time they are finished with that. And then any sort of cracks and pockmarks and so forth, they fill in as well before they even begin with the highest quality epoxy you can find. And then your coloring and that you get to choose with those little specks, hundreds of choices to make. Uh, and the people in that, you know, uh, in, in addition to the process and the product, like I said, very low turnover. This is what they do every single day. This isn't one of many different services offered by a company that does a myriad of different things. It's customized storage and flooring for your garage. Garage experts, ksgf.com under Nick's endorsements. All right. What are we looking at time-wise here? ABC News. Lo and behold, refutes President Biden's claim of Israel indiscriminately bombing the people of Gaza. Quote, indiscriminate bombing in Gaza, uh, claimed Biden. This was reporting after an investigation that Israel has, in fact, used a historically high level of precision weapon usage in urban warfare. In other words, it's the opposite. Biden made the claim without providing any evidence during remarks at a private fundraiser last week in Washington, D.C. His claim caused a minor diplomatic crisis with Israel rejecting the accusation and the White House trying to clean it up. A CNN exclusive by Natasha Bertrand claimed that nearly half of the munitions used by Israel in airstrikes against terrorists in Gaza were dumb bombs, only reporting in the 20th paragraph that Israel had obtained technology from the U.S. that allowed those, quote, dumb bombs to be converted into guided munitions. The accusation was repeated at a White House briefing and caused an Israeli spokesperson to deny the claim, accusing CNN of bearing the lead in its own story. Well, of course, the whole point of this is to mislead. CNN wants the Hamas requested ceasefire. So here what they have is the recognition that with U.S. technology, these so-called dumb bombs were were converted so that they could be directionally utilized but they don't report that part instead they falsely create a story that half of what they're using they're just lobbing over bombs indiscriminately which is absolutely not true but that is reporting that they believe will help move along the hamas supported ceasefire